you're looking for a good scripture verse to do some Lexio Divina on throughout this week in your prayer, the first couple of lines of the second reading are excellent. Beloved, where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every foul practice. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, without inconstancy or insincerity. What's going on in the inside of your own heart? What's going on on the inside? It's a good phrase to be attentive to, because God knows. Just as he knew what was going on in the heart of his disciples as they were walking along, he knew that they did not understand. He knew that they were maybe ashamed. He knew that they kind of were, in some sense, not asking the right questions as they were discerning who was the greatest. Maybe that sense of jealousy or just a sense of selfishness. What's going on inside your own heart? Are you attentive to it? Are you afraid of it? Are you willing to be honest with God when he asks, what is going on? And thank God we have a God who even if we don't say what's going on in our own heart, he prompts us. He reminds us. I think it's great to point out Jesus as a teacher. Definitely we see him many times as always as we should. As a, definitely as a Savior, definitely as, definitely call God our Father, definitely see Jesus as shed and head and shepherd who leads us, but also reckoning many times to Jesus as a teacher, as a one who desires uh, to teach and to explain and to help us to learn as we are desiring to become apostles. And so today, maybe too, maybe you've even had this sometimes experience in class when your teacher is teaching you something. And then by the end of class, you're confused and you don't understand. I'm pretty sure, I know we have great teachers here. Uh, but sometimes what might have been said or stated or what was taught, uh, maybe you didn't necessarily understand or comprehend. Sometimes there is a movement just to go to a place of, well, I didn't catch it. I'm not gonna ask. If I ask, the, the teacher's gonna know that I wasn't paying attention. Everybody's going to make fun of me. Um, I'll just do it later. I'll go back and do extra work. Um, sometimes when we don't when understand something completely, as a teacher is trying to describe it, sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. Sometimes we are not attentive to what's going on here. But God desires for us to understand. God desires for us to agree. God desires for us to accept. God desires for us to move beyond the shame and the misunderstanding and the doubt. God wants us to ask the right questions, right? Um, that can help us to come to understanding and come to wisdom, um, come to what he wants us to know. So this brings us kind of today to what is Jesus trying to teach his disciples today? He's speaking about his death. This might be an interesting particular topic to think about as Jesus is telling his disciples that he's going to die. Men are going to kill him. And in three days, he's going to rise again. 
Maybe many of us, 18 to 22, 23, well, I'm not 18, but I know many of you are 18 to 22 year olds. Uh, many times death doesn't necessarily cross our path or doesn't necessarily cross our thought process. If you were to sit down at Sabis and start talking to somebody about their death, <laughs> about your death, their death, they probably would get up or who is this person? What's going on? Why are they asking this question? Talking about death. The disciples are kind of all excited because they've come to recognize that Jesus is the Messiah. Um, and they feel as they know that they have been saved and God has heard them. And now the Messiah is talking about death. So just to maybe speak a minute or two here why I think this is important, why Jesus brings it up and desires to teach his disciples and apostles and why he also wants to, to, to teach us about death. The realization that death is part of life that we live in. Um, death will come to all of us at some point in time. Sometimes death tends to be something that we are afraid of, something that is unknown, something that we're not too sure is it going to hurt or what will happen afterwards. Or, you know, sometimes for me as death, I'm worried about all the things that I will leave behind. Who's going to take care of this or that? Sometimes there's a lot of selfishness or things that are tied up in death. Uh, sometimes we are afraid, again, to talk about it or to share about it. So the importance, I believe, why Jesus is desiring to teach his apostles and us about death is he no longer wants us to be something that keeps us from being able to be his, completely his disciples. He no longer wants it to hinder us. And many times, many, I'd like to think many of you who understand particular parts of the faith, they no longer are stumbling blocks to you. Many of you who understand the importance of coming to Mass on Sunday, um, come here freely and understand and desire to come to give praise and worship to God. Many of you who have come to recognize the true presence in the Eucharist, um, God, they're truly present. Maybe this no longer is a stumbling block. Maybe for some of you it might be. Many of you who have come to recognize that Jesus speaks to us in the Scripture and in His words to us, maybe no longer is a stumbling block, but is an opportunity for us to encounter Him. Any of you have come to recognize that daily prayer for 30 minutes each day is an opportunity to encounter God, maybe no longer is a stumbling block to you. Maybe some of you are still struggling with it, and that's okay. Maybe there is some misunderstanding in some of the teachings of the church that are going on in your heart. My encouragement is not just to put them to the side or hide them, but be afraid to ask the right questions to God. Help me, Lord, to understand what you are teaching understanding our faith, that I may be free to follow it, that I may be free to live in your love and in your spirit. And so, just to go back to death for a second, I think it's a great thing, again, to reflect upon, that it will happen to all of us at one day. Um, we're coming to the end of our liturgical year, and there will be actually more of our readings kind of centered in on death and dying and being prepared. If we truly believe in God and his promise for us, we have nothing to be afraid of in death. That's easy for me to say. Do you believe that? Is that something that you're able to accept? Are you able to recognize that death won't take you away from God? It won't take you away from the desire of your own heart to be at peace and to be at rest. Are you able to understand in death that God has everything taken care of? He will take care of your family. He will take care of your loved ones. He will take care of all of your possessions. Will, some will become somebody else's. 
Can you be at peace with these things? Can you let those things go to allow yourself to fully enter into, again, God's love and plan for you in your own life? It's Jesus' desire to teach his apostles to let go of the things of this world that sometimes distract us. Many particular things that we become selfish about. And we let them go for us to fully live in God's love, forgiveness, and care for us. Yesterday, I celebrated a funeral for a 22-year-old. She graduated about a year and a half ago, died in a tragic kind of boating accident. Uh, she was part of the, the DZs, one of the sororities here at a and uh, Active, definitely on campus. She was confirmed here at St. Mary's. Um, definitely a very sad, very tragic death. But the realization that maybe completion of life isn't, in some sense, after a bunch of awards or a lot of success, or completion of life isn't after 70 or 80 or 90 years, or after you've seen your great-grandkids or your great-great-grandkids. Completion of life, when death happens, life is complete and God has desired for us to come to be with him. At least we hope, right? Is our own hope. Whether it happens today or tomorrow, next week, whether it happens um, in the womb as a miscarriage, whether it happens as a young child, as a teenager, whether it happens um, as a college student, no matter when it happens, the realization that life is on this earth has come to a completion. And God is ready for us, those who believe in him, for us to spend eternity with him. But God desires for you no longer to worry about death. There still might be definitely struggles or, or questions that you might have in your own heart, and I encourage you to talk to the Lord about them. Mention to him what the misunderstanding is or what the side conversations are, the sinfulness of selfishness. It keeps us from being able to hear God's teaching and be able to accept it and desiring to be fully, again, fully free to live as his apostles and his disciples. So my encouragement for you, um, are you selfish? Do you fall in the sinfulness of selfishness? Do you ask a lot of questions to God that are just centered about, about yourself? Like St. Paul said there in the second reading, you are asking the wrong questions. Are your questions about, Lord, how am I going to be your disciple? Lord, how am I going to let go of the fear of death? How, Lord, am I going to be able to give myself more to you today or tomorrow? Lord, how am I able to grow in wisdom? Lord, help me to trust what you are telling me. That's probably my question. How am I to trust the truth that you speak to me in Scripture and through my own prayer? Will you be willing um, to let go of self, the sin of selfishness? And truly just to receive Trusting that God is a loving Father. Jesus is not afraid of death. Therefore, we should not be afraid of death either. Seeing it as an opportunity for transformation and a new birth into our eternal homeland whenever it will come. So let us continue to grow in God's love. May we allow him to be our teacher. May we let him prompt us when we are uh, confused, disordered, when we do not understand. Let us allow him to bring light, freedom.
Thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic Homilies. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gig'em.